Hi there. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. This is Rome Business Radio. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And I'm Thomas Kislet with the Rome Floyd Chamber. What's going on, Thomas? Uh, it's a warm day today. Yes. I'm I'm sweaty a little bit, but, you know, same busy as <laughs> that's always. A little, that's a little too much information there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you're funny. I really am. Um, we talked about ambassadors last week. Yes, we did. We had our ambassador meeting uh, on Friday, and um, we just uh, recreated that program. And we had over 25 uh, volunteers show up to the meeting, and then we went right after that uh, to Canvas on Broad and had a ribbon cutting there. They were like overwhelmed, <laughs> but everybody showed up. So a special shout out to all the ambassadors out there. So great. Um, keep up the great work. So that's off to a roaring start. Yes. Fantastic. Uh, and we've got a couple of great guests today on our podcast here at the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. Would you please introduce them? Yes, we have um, across from the tape for me, it's Tina Bottleson, and she's the executive director of the Family Resource Center. And then we have uh, from the Early Way, um, which is a retailer uh, from Broad Street. Um, he has a grand opening this weekend coming up in ribbon cutting. Um, Rotavius, he goes by Tay uh, Kule, and he's the president of the company. Hello, y'all. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> How are we doing? Are, I'm good. Are y'all nervous? No, y'all look, look chill. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to go? Thanks for being here. We do appreciate it. Um, Tina, we'll, we'll start with you as the executive director Exchange Club Family Resource Center. Uh, I, I did some Googling. I know it's you're, you're, you're fighting child abuse is the overall. But so kind of take us in the weeds a little bit. The overall mission, what are you guys about? Yeah, well, we recently uh, revised our mission statement. So, uh, of course, preventing child abuse is our ultimate goal. But we are working with families in Floyd County um, that may be feeling overwhelmed, and our goal is to empower them to create safe, stable, and nurturing homes so that their children can grow and thrive. Uh, we do that by providing in-home services to family. We're offering information. We're offering coaching one-on-one -on -one with parents and just helping them address challenges that may place children at risk. When you say families get overwhelmed, can you give me some examples of what you mean by that? Oh, sure. You know, maybe a grandmother who is all of a sudden faced with raising two or three grandchildren because they're their own children at a spot they can't do that. Gotcha. Or you have a new mom, very first baby, and uh, they're in poverty and not quite sure how to get that child on a schedule or what they need to do. Um, that can just be an overwhelming situation. Great. Okay. Uh, thanks for the, the uh, big picture view, and we will certainly circle back around. We want to get to Ron Tavius here, or Tay as he has asked us to call him, and I'm probably going to screw that up a couple of times. Tell us about the early way. Well, the Early Way on Broad is a <clears throat> it's a luxury sneaker boutique, Simon shop, with a hard to find items like you won't find around here. Stuff that's limited. That's well, we'll sold. find around it here now. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, stuff that's like sold out online. Stuff you can only get like in Cali or like L.A. or Canada. I try to specialize in getting hard to find um, sneakers and items like that. Okay, and how do you get them? Is that a secret? <laughs> uh, it's not really a secret, man. I travel around. I have resources. I have friends all over. So, you know, I'm, I am kind of networked into that business. And, you know, we ship stuff around. So 
So is it is it primarily sneakers or other retail t-shirts? Uh, it's, it's primarily sneakers, but we actually this because we had one location, but this location we moved into now, it was we went from a thousand square feet to five thousand square feet. So we were able to expand on our clothing. So we have a ton of different clothing and streetwear items. So it's basically, honestly, it's it's it was brought here to for like the younger kids to like have like somewhere that they really shop and you know just a, a good space for them to come in and just you know be in a safe environment. Okay, I am aware of the fact that sneakers are incredibly popular now. There's high end and there's very expensive and Jordans and. Uh, <laughs> but tell me about it. It's obviously a passion for yours, and it's a passion among a, a younger group. Yeah. Um, just, just tell me about it as a passion. Honestly, it's not even just a younger group theme because I have clients that come in and might be seventy years old and still buy Jordans. So I mean, really, it's just a, it's just a <laughs> sneakerhead culture. It's not really an age thing. Yes, it's primarily for younger kids or like you know, like twenty five, thirty, and thirty and under, but. Gen X. <laughs> yeah. Yay. <laughs> but, I mean, we have clients that come in all ages. So it can be a baby to a 70-year-old, 80-year-old, like, and they love shoes. Like, shoes is just a universal thing. And some people that don't even like shoes just like to come in and just see cool stuff. So that's another thing. That's like a yeah, – that, that would be – yeah, that would be me. How did how – did, have you always loved them? Yes, sir. So, honestly, I always loved them, but I never was always able to afford them. Right. But I was always a sneakerhead, so I honestly only got, like, two shoes a year, one for the beginning of the year, then one for Christmas, and I just had to keep those clean for both school semesters. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of how I grew up, but I always loved shoes, so once I got a little older and I can afford them, that's what really helped me get to where I'm at today. Now, are you from here originally, or? Uh, I grew up here, yes. I'm, I was born in Atlanta, but I grew up in Rome. I actually went to the original Anna K. Davey. And I um, graduated from Rome High School in okay. Rome Middle. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so, and, and it's another thing you've thrown out two or three times. Sneakerhead. That's mm-hmm. a thing. That's yes. yeah. <laughs> that's what you call your clientele. That the people who are passionate about it. Yes. I mean, you you know, sneakerhead. Just like if you love golf, you might be a golf head. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Just or a J- Jimmy Buffett, you'd be a parrot head. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grateful. What's the Grateful Dead followers? I forget. Every uh, the Beehive for Beyonce. Everybody. Yeah. There's a thing. Or you know, cheese head. You're a Packers, <laughs> Packers fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sneakerhead. Okay. Uh, great. Um, so, Tina, how did you first get involved with the uh, the Family Resource Center? What's your What's your background, and how did you get connected? When I was starting out in my career, gosh, 32 years ago now, I was an investigator with the Division of Family and Children's Services. So saw a lot of families come in, it seemed like, again and again. And it just hit me that if we could provide parents with information, they, they love their children, most parents do. If we give them information and support, they're better equipped to make good decisions for their children. And uh, luckily, uh, the Family Resource Center opened in 91, and uh, when they had an opening for a director, I applied, and they hired this little green person uh, to uh, head up that organization, and so I've been working with them ever since. I really believe in the model that um, we make change by forming relationships with people and with families and children, and when we, you know, I, I sound like a broken record, when we provide information and support help our fellow neighbor out they're better able uh, to to reach their potential so you've been you've been involved with the organization for 30 years 
Basically, yeah. Um, yeah, I took a little break when my uh, son was born back in 2001 uh, and then did some part-time work with our national organization until they wanted me to travel six weeks a year. And then uh, I was able to come back here in 2013. So, uh, so Well, I guess my point there is generationally there are, there are grown people walking around Rome, Georgia that were children that you benefited greatly. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I had uh, just, just this short story. I had a mom that um, I remember calling on when I was with Family and Children's Services, and she was a teenager at that time. And uh, a lot of not so good things happening in her life that she didn't disclose all of it until she was grown. But when she had her firstborn, uh, she called us and said, I really need help because I don't really know what to do with these children. And so she worked with our program. Uh, she and her husband did, and they successfully graduated. Well, she walked into our office a few years ago. Uh, she's had three children. All three of them have graduated high school. They're all employed. They all have their own children, and they're thriving. And then she herself went on to school and got her associate's degree in human services. So it was really cool because I know what her family was like. They were in just extreme poverty, and it was a really hard situation. And so it gives me chills just thinking about it. I was going to say that's one of those feel-good stories where you see the success of the program. Um, so good for you. Um, Tay, what is, what is your background? Uh, you said you obviously went to Rome High, but, you know, opening your own business, there's an entrepreneurial gene in you. So let's, let's talk business. What's your background and how did you get here? Um, so I've always been a smarter kid, but I, I, um, I come from, you know, a lower background. Um, I grew up in housing projects and stuff like that, but I mean, I never let that, I never got consumed in all of that. So I would say I was actually in a gifted program as a kid, so that really exposed me to a lot of different things. Um, I had a mentor, you might know or heard of him, John Hershey, and that works with uh, Georgia Highlands. He just recently retired, but I promise you he actually like helped change my life. Um, he had a program called Writers Academy, and I joined that the first year. I think I was eight years old, and ever since then he's been like a, a father figure to me that really helped me made sure everything, like school-wise and everything, that I, you know, didn't fall off and stayed on track to, you know. Now, I, this year, I actually be graduating with my bachelor in um, healthcare management with, uh, at Georgia Highlands. Good so, for you. Congratulations. And, and starting a business. And, yeah. it, well, when did you actually, I know you're moving or have moved. When did you start it? Uh, I opened it April 4th of last year. Okay. Which I've been, I really started from like actually like selling shoes out of my trunk online, traveling around everywhere. But we start, we uh, opened the store in um, a- April fourth of last year, um, and it and it did pretty well. But we needed more space, so we expanded this year. And grand opening, grand reopening, I guess, and ribbon cutting and all that is scheduled. So you obviously did very well if you're if you took the step up. But as a business person. I mean, does that feel risky, or is it just the next step of where you want to take this? Um, I mean, risk is part of it, isn't it? You got to put it all on the line. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, (laughs) I come from nothing, so I can't lose. So I feel like if I put everything, like, I mean, I literally came from nothing, so it's like I put everything on the line at all times because, I mean, you know, uh, the bigger the uh, the the, uh, risk, the bigger the reward. And 
to me, it's really not about the money. I just want to keep expanding because I, I didn't come from an entre, uh, entrepreneurial family. I came from, you know, just my grandmother and my granddad took care of me and uh, made sure I was straight of all times. But, you know, I mean, the hustle, I guess it was just in my blood. And once I got older and I just decided, really I decided, I'm going to tell you what, what changed it for me. I went and worked at a factory for like three months, and I was like, I'll never do this again <laughs> in my life. So I, I'd rather be the boss. Yeah, that really changed me. Um, I was in schools, and I, and I wasn't doing as well as I should, so I took time off. That's when I went and worked at the factory. I was like, I'm not doing this. So I got back in school, reached back out to my mentor, John Hershey, and he got me back and got me into Georgia Highlands. And, you know, ever since then, I mean, I mean, I've had so many great opportunities. I got to go study abroad in Africa. And that was that I think going to Africa like was like five years ago now. But it really helped change my life. Like it helped me see a different perspective of everything. Like, you know, everything people tell you about a certain place until you go there, you know, it's completely different. So I, I really appreciated that moment to help me like really see what I wanted to do in my life. So well, good for you. Um, so uh, we we need to get this John Hershey on uh, <laughs> on our on our show at some point. Um, the fact that you're praising him is, but but this is you. You're the one that has taken the risk and 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 pushing the growth. And that's one of the, we love the success stories. There, that's we're here to talk about businesses and entrepreneurship and and programs that that serve the community and and make life better here. So, uh, what what's something just as a business person that Maybe you weren't expecting. Uh, like, what's what's you know starting the a T business? Word, taxes. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The the, learning, the, the government's going to get their money. Yeah, learning the tax game. Um, really, just that's really the only thing. Like, until you really like start a business and you actually have to experience that first year of learning taxes. That's I mean, that's you need to learn more about that before going into business. But I mean, other than that, I mean. I think people going into business need to, you know, expand on their social medias, uh, keep a clean social media, network more, get involved, know your neighbors, whoever's your business, like around your business. You know, you have to really be involved in your community too because if you're getting money from your community and you're not helping in your community, I mean, it just defeats the purpose. The purpose is to give back. Well, at least that's my purpose. I, want, I always want to give back, help out, help out the next kid that can, that's, you know, on the right path, but doesn't have a push. So I always try to give back to kids and, you know, donate shoes to schools and stuff like that. So. Good for you. Um, and, he, you know, he, you mentioned networking, and that's obviously the chamber, Thomas. You got to love hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. Tay, um, he joined doing our membership campaign last year, so he's he's brand new. And, um, you know, he's a busy man. So uh, we just starting to get involved, really, you know, with, with your uh, grand opening or with your move. Uh, with the podcast today and tomorrow we have a ribbon cutting and we hope to have a big crew out there to to help you push um the open in there and we're all looking forward to it to um also enhance you know the the variety of stuff you have on broad street it's mm -hmm. a great location 200 broad street it's the former stella blue shop right there on mm -hmm. second avenue and broad at the corner there and you have great neighbors there and um you know uh kudos to you uh and uh I'm going to reach out lots of sneaker heads. <laughs> it's funny, actually, I, I sent off a book um, to my brother-in-law in Germany, and he, he is a sneaker head. He really? is into Adidas and, you know, vintage Pumas, because 
Th th those were brothers, by the way, Puma and Adidas, but it's a different story. <laughs> right. When that started in the same village, now they have multi-million, you know, billion dollar ex uh, enterprises. Anyway, um, th th he is, uh, we just sent him a Nike book and I was uh, looking through there and it's like a whole catalog and uh, yeah, it's a whole big movement. It's, it's amazing. And I also love, you know, the, the online side of it, you know, reaching out to the world from mm. Rome, Georgia. That's what we love, you know, to uh, expand businesses beyond the county lines, but have a presence right here. Um, and I'm, I'm seeing the Dodgers cap that you're wearing instead of a Braves cap. Uh, oh, I'm a Braves fan. I just like the colors. Yeah. <laughs> Big Braves fan. I have, a, I have a Braves tattoo on me. Yeah, okay. So it's, it's just a style thing. It's just a style yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's off season. You know? Well, yeah. I, I became I, a – I don't, I don't wear L.A. during season. Yeah. <laughs> I became a Rams fan in the postseason just because of Matthew Stafford. I'm a Georgia Bulldog, and I was rooting for Sonny Michelle. And so uh, everybody's got their uh, their their stuff. Um their, their allegiances. Go dogs, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Tay, you and I are gonna get along just fine. <laughs> um, this is this is good stuff. Um, Tina, I, I do know uh, you guys are in a situation, obviously, where you're, you're nonprofit and you you got a fundraiser coming up. It's your movie night, and we were joking before the podcast. I, I said, "And what other fundraisers do you do?" And she said, "Well, I, it'd be easier for you to tell me what we don't do." <laughs> um, but tell us about movie night, and, and then tell us about some of the other stuff that I want to uh, build a bridge. By the way, you know, with the movie that you're showing mm -hmm. from the sneaker guy, you know. <laughs> Oh, 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 that's <laughs> right. Yeah, have you ever seen Forrest Gump? Yes. Okay. Everybody's seen Forrest Gump. <laughs> that's one of those. Well, that's the movie we're showing at our, our movie night this year. Ordinarily, we are at Rome Cinemas, but they're in the middle of a renovation, so we're lucky enough to be able to get into the DeSoto Theater. Well, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's a wonderful, beautiful place, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, they're well set up for us, but uh, our event takes place uh, this coming Tuesday, February the 22nd. Doors will open at uh, 6, and our movie gets started a bit after 7, uh, and before the movie begins, people can come in and have a wide variety of hors d'oeuvres and treats provided by uh, our local favorite restaurants, and uh, then they get to watch Forrest Gump, and of course, the bridge there is, uh, my mama says that you can tell a lot about a person from their shoes, right? <laughs> That's one of the opening opening statements. And, yeah. and, and of course, it, That's it, honest. And, and, and he he, he was a runner, you yeah, know, so you need, right. <laughs> you need right. the proper shoes to run. From that day on, I was running. Yeah, I showed uh, them. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I showed the movie to my children this past weekend. I have 17-year-olds, and, and one of them, I have twins, and one of them watched it the next day. Her new favorite movie in all the world is Forrest Gump. Well, and it's so. like one of the most quotable I mean, every, you know, here we are. It came out, I guess, almost 30 years ago. Yeah, originally. 2001. And, and, and uh there's so many different quotes like you just did. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't want to digress and start doing movie quotes yeah. here. But you mentioned that before the movie, uh, you have you have your gathering for. But before that, people can go shop for sneakers. That's and, right. And, and, and then and, uh, at the early way and then just walk up to the DeSoto. That's right. They could have brand new sneakers on. We would love that. Well, you should have like coupons for the guests. 
Because everybody's going to be excited and wants to run and need some new sneakers. <laughs> I, need to, I need to try to get some Forrest Gump um, uh, Nikes in. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, before we know it, we're going to have Tom Hanks here signing autographs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's false advertising. Um, so, and But, of course, the movie night is a, is a big fundraiser. But you mentioned you do, you do several other through the year. So what, what, are some, what are some of the other things that you guys do? Right. Well, we have um, – a Scott Thompson, an evening with Scott Thompson, he'll be with us uh, in June. We have a golf event that's in May. The Clock Tower 5K Road Race, that's an annual event. You run it. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, every August, third weekend in August, we have a bowling tournament. So whatever your passion, maybe we need to have a sneaker you know, conference or something. What about the fair? Aren't you involved in the fair too? The fair is actually put on by the Exchange Club. They They are our founder. But they do indeed put that event on, and then we receive a portion of those gotcha. proceeds. Some, uh, sometime this year, I do plan to host a sneaker ball, dress up in suits and wear sneakers. So, oh, that's a great idea. Wow. Yeah. That actually sounds more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need to talk. I think so. Yeah, uh, that, that that is a great idea. Um, how else can other people get involved? Sure. Um, you know, obviously, the financial donations is a way that we're able to bring services out to the community. It really is an investment into children and youth when people contribute. So they can do that by going online at frcrome.org. Um, but we have opportunities that people want to give their time. You know, we have events, obviously, six events a year. So we need some manpower in organizing those events. And that's a great way to connect and meet other people in your community. Uh, so we hope that people will do that. Did you take a hit during COVID from your events and fundraising? And do you are you trying to make up ground now? Right. That first year in 2020, we, we didn't really miss a beat. But 2021, it looks like 2022 is a little tougher. We kind of foresaw that that would be the case for us. But our events last year took like a 15% hit. So okay. it's, it's been a little, um, we've got a tight budget this year. And regarding your services, do families reach out to you? How do you connect with families, or do you hear about it somehow and re- and and follow up with them? How do, how do you con- make those connections with the families to offer support? Right. Well, we get about two or four self referrals a month, where you know someone's just heard about our services and calls us, uh, but the rest of them come from the agencies in town. Uh, we receive a lot of referrals from family and children's services because obviously they're the first people, or right. first place people call when they think a family's in trouble so they will send a lot of families our way you know they may not even be involved with the family um but pediatricians uh the hospital school systems we just get referrals from all over um okay tay i've got another business question for you sometimes i like to follow up here on when a when a business is starting up what you mentioned you had worked at a warehouse and you didn't want to do that Mm -hmm. but and and obviously sneakers the sneaker culture is a passion of yours. So, kind of, what went on in your brain to put those two things together and say, "I'm going to go, I'm going to go risk this and start this," and 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 why does Rome need this? What? Just tell me about your entrepreneurial vision that brought it all together and said, "Let me do this." Well, I always, always been a a shaker and a mover. So, I just I seen an opportunity and I seen I knew Rome didn't have anything like this. A lot of people even today still say, why don't you put your store in Atlanta? But 
why would I do that if this is where I'm born or like raised that and this is what needs it? Like Atlanta has a lot of stuff, but Rome doesn't have this stuff. You shouldn't have to travel an hour to get these t- type of things. So that's why I'm stuck. Like I want to, I want to really take Northwest Georgia, not even just Rome, the whole Northwest Georgia, to the next level with the sneaker culture and really like give people opportunity to not have to travel all the way around and just really come here to like, you know, shop, come come to my shop, but even come to the restaurants here and all that. Like I've had people come from all the way from Cali just to shop at the shoe store. So it's, it, it's, it's been pretty like amazing the type of people that come inside the store. Like I recently had this one kid that I didn't even know just, you know, like a young kid came in with his dad, but he's like going to be the next big movie star. Like he's in a new movie with like Holly Berry and like, Ooh. you know, like it's just random people like that. that come in the shop and, I mean, that's what keeps me going because you never know who you'll meet. So. And so a lot of this is word of mouth with with, uh, with your world, but how, how else do you market yourself? Social media or radio or newspaper? What, what are you doing? TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas just pointed at me like, we need to do a TikTok for the podcast. And I'm like, hey, I'm not a I TikToker. Feel like you, you be a fun, you're a funny guy. I feel like you'd be good on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. You do the dance of his shoes? No, Thomas needs to do the dancing. Uh, I'll just do the comedy relief. <laughs> so we got TikTok. Uh, we're going to do, uh, I'm going to probably, I'm going to start a podcast, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram probably our biggest uh, market. But Oh, sure, because it would be a visual thing to see, yes. a, see a product and come in the store. Yes, so, yeah. I mean, I, every, pretty much every social media, the Early Way on Broad is on, and that's our name. Instagram is the Early Way 247. Um, YouTube, the Early Way on Broad. TikTok, the Early Way on Broad. So everything is pretty much either the Early Way or the Early Way on Broad. You know, you just Google it, you'll see us on everything. I, d- I didn't hear Facebook. See, Facebook is for the... I do have a Facebook. People. It's the early but way on broad. <laughs> I forgot about it. But Facebook actually does. I, I, do, I do get a lot of clientele from Facebook. But it is. That's how I connect with the older generation, you know? Right. Like a lot of people get to see it more from Facebook. The older you didn't generation. just say that. No, no. I'm saying because yeah. no, what, what I mean by that is Facebook was like the first, like, social media. So, you know, like. Those people are now 20 years older now. Yeah. yeah. So they don't, they don't really want to try new social media. So you have to keep that platform just to c- connect with everyone. So it's an, it is an important platform. Yeah, right. Um, and, I, and I would suggest um, any kind of new businesses to pay for marketing on all those apps, like you know. Oh, the, the, where you can pay and expand the expand the uh, the reach. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely, it works a lot. It works wonders. And the chamber membership, of course. And the, yeah, the chamber <laughs> membership, of course, it's very important. Um, well, you're in a different situation, Tina, being being in a nonprofit situation. So. Marketing, I guess, would be the wrong way to say it, but you do need to get the word out that people know who you are and what you do so that you can perform the services. So how do you do that, Uh, just through your fundraisers and social media and things like Uh, that? Well, we have, I guess, two different audiences. So we have a target of families that maybe could benefit from our services. So um, we market ourselves a lot to other um, nonprofits, to um, doctors, hospitals, folks who could say recognize the family and then point them in our direction. Uh, of course, we're involved with the the chamber as well. Um, and then um, for 
for social media and our website um, and, and articles, things like this, we're really targeting folks who might support our work and be willing to invest in it. Um, ultimately, that has a really strong effect on the community, that sort of investment. Sure. Um, okay. Well, we want to go around the room here one final time just to make sure we get out any contact information, website, phone number, street address, however you want people to connect with you. Uh, but also give Thomas an opportunity here to give his final thoughts or some, Thomas sometimes comes up with a theme of connectivity and we might've already done it with the, the, the bridge, you know, <laughs> uh, was right there, but I, I, I usually have a quote. I had one prepared, but your quote, you know, just nailed, nailed it today. Uh, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. So, uh, you know, it says it all. Uh, that's the spirit of entrepreneurship. Also, a big shout out uh, to Tina. Um, I'm, I think I mentioned a couple of times, we, uh, we have been um, foster parents before. And, um, you know, we used uh, Tina's knowledge, not, not really the services uh Deeply enough, but you know, we were at a point. You know, we were new, new foster parents, and you know, we, um, you know, there were some doors that we couldn't reopen, and um, you know, we knocked on the um, family resource center store, and uh, I met with Tina, and that's how we met the first time. I think that's five years ago now, seventeen, mm. and um, she helped helped us a lot. You know, um, getting uh, things moving and uh, done in a quicker pace. Oh. Thank you again. Uh, well, that's a nice story. Good. Um, okay, just uh, final thoughts and contact information, how people can follow you or connect with you or reach out to you. Tina, we'll start with you. Um, well, uh, you can call us at 706-290-0764, and our website is frcrome.org. Beautiful. Tay? Well, our location, our new location is 200 Broad Street on the corner of East 2nd and on Broad Street, uh, email is theearlyway247 at gmail.com. Our Instagram is theearlyway247. Our, our Facebook is theearlyway on Broad. TikTok, theearlyway247. And our YouTube is theearlyway247. So when you when you move locations, you didn't have to change the early way on Broad. Nope, <laughs> I stayed on Broad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we never really talked about the name. Do we have time just for the name? Sure. That, oh, the oh, early way. The yeah. early way. What's, what? Yeah. So originally when I first started selling sneakers, I was getting sneakers before they broke a release date. So that's where I kind of came up with the name, the early way. And like it stuck. I was going to change the name, but like a lot of people was like, no, I like it. It's catchy. So I kept it. And that's where we at today, the early way. That, that is so funny. That was the first question I wanted to ask. And I cannot believe I, I was going to do that <laughs> at the top of the show. Because when you have an unusual name like that. So thank you, Thomas, for bringing us home sure, with absolutely. the most obvious question of the day. <laughs> but now but now it's like it's a lifestyle. So a lot of people use that phrase, you know, the early way. Like I want to be on top of something. I want to be first. It, it's the early way. So Hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag the early way. Hashtag okay. the early way. So use that next time you post something on Instagram. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> or I'll do it the next time I post on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah, to get you on TikTok ASAP. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. Thank you all so much for being here. This was great. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. I'm Roger Mandis with Rome Business Radio. For Thomas Kislett with The Chamber, we broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you so much for listening.